bringing the more feminine into our being and like cultivating, finding that inner feminine archetype is the medicine. I'm so honored and happy to be here with you all. Yeah, it's bright and early for you. We just, we've been talking with Ben a little bit before we started this recording and the sun rose right on his face in Alaska as we're talking <laughs> with him. It's so beautiful. He's glowing right now. It's amazing. Mm. Um, we're so excited that you're here. We cannot wait to hear your story and learn from you and just go on this journey with you. Um, we'd love if we could start with an introduction from you, just the way that you would like to be introduced to the world. Thank you. Thank you so much for bringing me on. And yeah, I'm so honored to to share and to, yeah, just to receive like your y'all's reflection and, and affirmations as well. So thank you for just bringing me into this container. I'm really, really, I'm truly honored. I'm a bridge in this world. Um, I'm an adventurer. I I just love I love exploring um, and I love connecting and I I'm in service of uh, the unity and evolution of all things mm-hmm. and I'm in a big currently in a in a pretty big shift in how that manifests in the world. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful, Ben. Yeah, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. I can go into more detail, but it's it's tempting. But I know I'll talk. We needed for an introduction. <laughs> but that's um, I feel that summarizes the general theme, you know. Mm. Yeah. And specifically, maybe I should add specifically. I've been feeling called lately, like, a, you know, I think every, all of our journeys are constantly evolving. Like we're like I, I appreciated. Eleanor, that you were when I asked earlier what your medicine was, it was just kind of a just kind of like a game, you know. But I really did resonate with what you said about like, oh, trying to fit it into one form or a few words is like really difficult. And I totally agree; it's not fully encompassing at all. But but that being said, like, yeah, in the same way, like at the moment, I'm like feeling really drawn into um, men's healing work um, because I come from um just like the rest of us i come from a lot of ancestral trauma and and disconnection from my ancestral lineage from my connection to the earth from to gaia to grandfather um and so i'm currently i have my sights on on healing men you know from from a lot of our our toxic uh, or just like our that word's even loaded but just like a lot of our father wounds and a lot of the violence that's been perpetuated on us and that we've perpetuated on all the other, the rest of creation and Gaia herself. <laughs> so that's, that's my passion right now. Um, but it, it's, I'm also working on, a, I have like a, a little startup um, called the Gaia Healing Collective. It's a, a um, 
incubator and investment group. It's like a non It's not officially a 501c3 yet, but it's it's kind of like a loose. It's a collective of of um, people that it's just a handful of us right now. But we're like we're investing in the regenerative economy and mm-hmm. finding ways strategically, you know, showing up and uh, yeah, trying to connect resources and that's saying the same bridging way, connecting resources and support with uh with startups that are that are part of the solution that are part of the evolution so and a few other projects but those are kind of my my main interests right now so thank you for that work yes yeah thank you for seeing me thank you for that Mm. I want to know more about the men's healing, if you're willing to dive into that, Um, because I think that, you know, what we're seeing right now is that men's healing is going to look very different than how women are healing. And um, Mm -hmm. I'm interested to hear what that looks like. Yeah, yeah, I think they are different. and I always like to preface by saying, you know, we were talking a little bit, I think, before we started recording about like the masculine, feminine, those those uh, polarities um, or those archetypes that, you know, just shout out. It's just not, you know, I, I'm totally acknowledging all non-binary people and all people on, you know, the LGBTQ um, spectrum that, you know, these are just these are polarities to do exist within nature you know like positive negative hot and cold like these are just concepts of like understanding different energies within us um so generally you know the i would say like people who are born with a mask you know more um say like biologically with um masculine parts <laughs> are generally like carry a little more of the polarity of the masculine generally not always um can be the opposite and same thing for the feminine so that's how I'm, I would define even men's healing is not, it's not necessarily people with genitals that are masculine men necessarily generally it has been in my experience, but I want to make sure that I acknowledge that it can exist for however people identify as, but, but I do think there is some power in distinguishing them as well. Um, there's power and fluidity as we're finding and there's power in distinguishing. Um, and so, yeah, within that context, comparing it, I don't know probably as much on women's healings, you know, how it differs necessarily. I mean, men's healing is unique or maybe just what's this, what's different in men's healing compared to women's healing is I'm figuring this out. We're all figuring this out as we go. Right. In this a snapshot of like in this moment, yeah. of course it's going to change and evolve and become more clear. Yeah. I'm also curious, is it for you? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I can answer both of those. I'm just trying to be as succinct as possible. Um, I think, yeah, I'll answer that one here. But just to wrap it or to close that question or to answer it. um, Yeah, as I'm, this is really valuable for me even processing. I don't get asked this stuff very often feels like really this is a really good reflection Mm, men's healing i think is 
there's a lot of things that I'd say it looks very similar to the feminine to feminine healing. I think I mean it's it's bringing the feminine in. You know, when you're too far on the side within that spectrum idea, that polarity, when you're too far into the masculine, you're missing some of the feminine elements. You know, which I would say are um, like freedom of spirit, of fluidity, of spirituality, of you know the infinite expansiveness. You know, um, vulnerability um communication and being in touch with one's emotions um and that's very very huge i think with a lot of men and we're just like we're very we wear our armor you know and we're like very locked up we're very rigid we don't have i'd say flexibility is almost a quality of the feminine rigidity is like the masculine so i think for men you know the mass or for people identify with the masculine archetypes bringing a more feminine into our being and like cultivating, finding that inner feminine archetype is the medicine to like bring balance to like, you know, like we talk a lot about like the warrior, the, the like the divine masculine healed warrior, that energy, you know, is like when it's out of balance, it's just destructive. It's not, it's not intuiting where that power is needed. You know, and a lot of times it's causing harm. Um, and a lot of it comes from self-harm, <laughs> like self, everything's a reflection, you know, violence only in, in like judgment. And a lot of the shadow masculine qualities come from a place of someone who's really projecting that in, within themselves in their own heart. Um, at least I, I see that. And I see it, you know, in all humans too, but I'd say specifically, yeah, with men, you know, bringing that, that divine feminine getting in touch with that feminine archetype within men is like how we are able to pull back our armor and like be vulnerable and and heal together and a lot of times i think these containers i think this is one of the values of of recognizing like when there that there are certain containers there is the creating a sealed container that's like just with other men and that's in confidentiality and like that's that's like an honor a space of honor um a lot of men can't open up without that space you know of other men who see them and support them in it like if there are women or children or or any other figures that like there's they feel in their path you know like in their in our conditioning that like we're required to be you know 100 percent. you know like providing and solid all the time like there's no it's i think subconsciously we have a lot of resistance to opening up um, so i think when you can get in places with other men and engage and there's certain there are other unique things i think in men's healing that you know things like uh there's i haven't actually experienced it yet but i'm really excited to to get involved i have some friends in sacred sons and like if you've heard of that group it's like men's healing retreats and they do like sacred combat ways of like channeling that masculine you know kind of that really um intense testosterone like mm -hmm. into spaces that transmutes it and that like allows it to to be it's not really fully realized until it's like in touch with the feminine you, you know it's like mis it's just misguided and it's reactionary um so uh anyway there's a lot of things i could talk about but uh, hopefully that answers some of your, your question. Yeah. 
Wow. Yeah. We talk a lot about how, well, at least, I mean, I think within the dynamic of the three of us, but also in, in the collective right now, I speak a lot with women about men's healing. And as women, we, I feel like women are really stepping up and, and doing a lot of work right now. And it's, it's, it's necessary. And to hear you speak to this, it fills my heart with so much gratitude because One thing that we speak about all the time is that as much as we want the men to be able to do the work and to heal, there's no place for us in that work because we're so, so um, wrapped and involved in our own work and that the men have to step up and do this for themselves. And, and so hearing you speak to that and to hear that there are communities out there and, you know, we know men that are having circles and doing these things, but you're in Alaska, you're across the country from us and this is happening there and it's beautiful and it's amazing. And I just, I have so much gratitude and um, just am full of, of um, hope. Hope. Yeah. Hope's a good word. Yeah. 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 I'd love to hear a little bit about yeah. what you're talking about too. I think just to, to acknowledge what you're saying too, I think that's really wise to recognize that it's, it's not yours to fix, you know, it's not yours. And the, and it, you know, it goes both ways, of course, you know, I'm sure <laughs> you are yeah. being men who are like trying to fix your style, your, your problems, like, <laughs> you know, but that's, that's part of your work as, as the feminine generally is like bringing the masculine assertion and like container and through bringing things into 3d from, from that deep well of inspiration of the feminine. And in that, that's, that's sort of, yeah, in your work, you know, like I think both of all of us, you know, like really honoring our different journeys is like crucial crucial and and embodying embodying like the the healing um and being careful how we project on other people especially i think that masculine feminine dynamic is is because it's so wounded you know in some ways like i think there's a lot of i don't know if you've heard of this this idea of the man child this concept um but because basically it's like that because men because men are so closed off and don't have a way of processing or or transmuting their emotions as children and in this paradigm that we live in in this masculine dominated culture um you know they they have the only real outlet they have for their emotions is their mother growing up sometimes you know generally uh, it was the case for me anyway and um and then when you have a romantic partner, when you get older, um, if you haven't done the work, that romantic partner can become your new mother in a very Freudian way. Mm-hmm. And when a man, I think, is just doesn't know how, isn't in his power, isn't in touch with like his true balanced warrior energy, um, and is like relying, like almost like breastfeeding off. The, the woman like that creates a dynamic that they call the man child and this is like energetically um but then you know it's really just coming from a place of of dis-ease you know or like suffering it's not like everyone's doing the best they can but for the feminine like that there comes a time when 
you lose, you know, even subconsciously, like the feminine loses respect or is not like, is not the feminine is meant to be held by the masculine container, you know, and the masculine t- container is meant to be filled by the feminine. It's like this beautiful synergy. But when the container isn't strong, just like when the feminine, you know, um, energy like isn't fully expressed, then it's not, it's not any, it's not meaning its potential. And, uh, and the one thing I tell women, at least in my experiences, you know, especially when it comes to this, like, you know, if they see men in their lives who they love, that they like want to help, it's like telling, telling a man what to do is like <laughs> such a deeply, it really hurts, hurts men to like hear, like they feel like not, it's, it's a, it's almost like it's true. It can be really true, but it's like a very, it brings light to a shadow that's like too painful to bear because yeah. it can be the truth. So like I encourage people to, yeah, never to to tell, I don't think any of us, if I'm male or female or whatever, or non-binary, like telling people what to do is just not helpful. But especially I think with men, like men feeling the confidence to to show up that that's such a huge huge step it's the biggest step for them just to even make the first step and like if they feel any sort of pressure or they're being told what to do it's like this whole um you know like threat of freedom bias you know like these are subconscious cognitive reactions that we have and like it's a lot of times can cause the opposite reaction so it's like gentle recruitment you know is the the name of the game we're like gentle feedback and i know in sacred sons like a lot of that's a really great outlet because i think women can give like a a gentle you know and there's other groups too but that's one of my favorites like and women can give kind of a gentle plant the seed you know and just be like hey have you heard of this thing like it's really and then they check out the instagram and it's like dudes sparring and like mud wrestling and like breaking down crying and breathwork journeys and like being held by a bunch of Mm -hmm. other men who are like very masculine you know and also homophobia is like very much a resistance and all these things and like so seeing men who are like truly embodying what they think a strong man looks like (laughs) is like kind of a gentle way to like and then once they get deeper into it you know there's it's almost kind of a we're trying to make it, we're trying to keep it as like wide and net as possible. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there's a point where when they start doing the work, they can allow more of that fluidity, that femininity, um, that emotional connection in their, in their lives and their bodies and their minds. And so anyway, just speaking to that for a minute, I, I really appreciate how you have identified and like tried to, you know, you're all of you probably like trying to show up because women are really, leading you know the the rise of the divine feminine this is the balance we need as an entire culture to shift the, this masculine this patriarchy that's been out of balance for so long you know that isn't intrinsically evil necessarily it's just it's it's so it's just too out of balance you know it's like this productivity rigidity uh, patriarchy authority and just like yeah. we need this we need to pull into the the feminine to like bring this balance back so so yeah this is like i love this these conversations and i i really appreciate uh, you all showing up um for for the feminine and for the masculine you know as we all are 
Same. It's so delicate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it brings up so much and, you know, how we just the codependent relationships that we were modeled and, you know, we're living out and then realizing that like, it's not our responsibility to caretake anyone else. Mm -hmm. But, you know, in the past, we, I feel like a lot of relationships, it's like going in to fix someone Mm -hmm. and that's such a (laughs) terrible path to go down, but working more towards those secure attachments and secure relationships um, can really, yeah, speak to so much came up when you were talking I love all of those points of seeing seeing what masculinity can look like and what bravery can look like as like uh being able to let go and emote and you know relate and and spar and all of that is something that like we need to be seeing more so then we can start to allow those walls to go down and get to the point where um you might be able to participate in it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Again, like you said earlier, normalizing it. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be really curious if if any of you, you know, I'd like to, I'd really enjoy hearing sort of the opposite side of the container, you know, from the feminine perspective, how it differs from the masculine. Mm. Would any of you be up for sharing your experience? (laughs) I think we all have a lot to say about this. What's <laughs> <laughs> mm. to start? Eleanor. Well, hmm. Maybe how it relates, you know, just to your experience. That's that's interesting because when when I think about that, I actually don't know if I if I have enough experience mm. behind my myself, not not on my own feminine journey or um, with with women. Although I I might also kind of feel that way a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, is that is that I'm still gaining more in this experience but that I don't have enough to even compare it to um, because we're not seeing enough of that being um, normalized. It's not, I'm, it's not in my face enough for me to even speak to the difference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hear that. Yeah. And I think what that brings up for me also is just the sisterhood wound is a massive part of our journey in healing as women um, in terms of seeing that within the collective, it's, it's a process of letting our guard down with one another. And I think there's difference, the difference between that I see, um, between the masculine healing and the feminine healing is that in the masculine realm, it feels like it's more about, um, like identity and how you're perceived among a group of men healing or individuals healing. And it's similar in the women's, in the women's space, but we, even when we're able to get really deep, I think there's still this, uh, there's like a layer of protection that we each hold for ourselves 
mm. in the presence of other women. And I think in, in my experience, and I sit in maybe too many women's circles, <laughs> <laughs> I have found that it's, it's the judgment and the, um, I mean, the result of the system that we're living in, which is one that has kind of taught us to not trust each other and that we need to be independent and we can do it on our own. And, um, and it's, it's a, it's a transcending, it's, it's a collective transcendence for men and women to really return to this, this collective force that we are capable of holding, but but we have so much fear. There's a lot of fear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's fear that we're going to have our hearts broken. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think a big part of the sister wound is that judgment and also the um, fear that you might say or do something um, that might hurt someone and that they, that person will not come and tell you they'll go and tell oh, the rest yeah. of the mm-hmm. circle. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that sort of feeling of betrayal and not being able to like fully be your full self and trust that someone, if they are offended or, you know, will come and talk to you directly. Um, which feels very like the masculine. I mean, yeah. that speaks to the feminine healing and balancing with the masculine because conflict resolution in for me feels like something that women have to have to embody in this journey Mm -hmm. like a form it's a form yeah 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 as we've been talking i've been thinking about that balance that that uh, men are coming back to this balance and i and so are we we're all coming back to that balance place Mm -hmm. and that I would almost say that there's a lot of similarities because we've been living in a, in, in patriarchy. And so, so we've also been leaning, like all, all of us have been leaning in that direction. Mm-hmm. And, and so, like you said, like that was the masculine piece. Mm-hmm. And, and so we're also trying to come back to balance from being too masculine ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. What yeah. is it? The um. Oh, I can't think of it right now. It's like the super pants or something like that. <laughs> super <laughs> pants. Super pants. It's like oh. the. It was like an era. It was like when women were taking back our power and getting our right to vote and getting our, you know, right to equal pay. I mean, we're still doing all of this, but it's like um, we had the pantsuits. We had to step into a masculine role to make Mm -hmm. that happen and to to kind of express that we are able to hold that. And now Mm -hmm. I know that that for me personally, I, I do, I have a lot of masculine tendencies and Mm -hmm. it is way harder for me to drop into a truly deep emotional state than it is for me to just Go on with my day. Mm-hmm. 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 And it's emotion, yeah, you know, like the feminine nature is of emotion. It is being, it is being guided by our feelings and really tuning into that, being honest with that and in touch with that in a way that allows us to 
live in alignment with emotion, but also having it balanced with the masculine, it's like what you're speaking to is that container that it exists within. So it's like that emotional state is held within this container of safety. Wow. I could cry just imagining this reality, you know, it's like, Mm -hmm. can you imagine just feeling so safe that you can live in alignment with these emotions that we're feeling, you know, it's such a beautiful, we're getting there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that when you feel it, like when you show up to a woman's circle and you're able to like open up and, you know, and connect in this way, um, the feeling you get is so worth it. It's like, oh my God, that's it. This is what I've been looking for. I've been looking for like radical acceptance and, um, pleasure Mm -hmm. and, um, just a bunch, like this, just feeling of like, um, what is it? Like, I don't know if this is the right word, but I, I'm getting like voluptuous. It's mm. just like I am I am appreciating uh the woman next to me for exactly who she is and the beauty of her and everything and seeing her in that light and getting seen by that light as well. And it brings out parts of you mm. that like are like, oh, that's that's the softness and the gentleness that I want mm. to be in the world, rather than being like oh, is she going to, you know, Mm. say something to me and my spikes Mm. are going to come out and I'm going to react in a way that I'm going to regret or am I going to open up and then not be received Mm. in the way I need to and leave feeling super vulnerable? Like, Mm -hmm. so when you taste it and when it's there, it's like, okay, I can keep, I can keep like keeping my heart open. Mm-hmm. But then you do, you do go back, <laughs> and then, you know, you, and then it's like, oh no, I need this. And you push again. It's also the way we relate to each other, no matter what gender or whatever, however we identify ourselves, like simply what you just said within a woman's circle, like holding men in this way, right. And men holding women in this way mm-hmm. is a big part of the work mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and hearing you speak Ben it's just like I can think of all of the men in my life that I have told what to do and I've hurt mm-hmm. and all of the men in my life that I haven't the way that I'm hoping to be held by women mm-hmm. I haven't held them in that way and and just in this moment that reflection is really profound because Though it's that like coming back to the man child, like there is a toxicity to that type of relationship Mm -hmm. and simultaneously Mm -hmm. when women can put their guard down and like tend to the sensitivity or the vulnerability Mm -hmm. of the masculine. Yeah. That's just such a massive um, piece of this journey. Mm -hmm it's medicine it is medicine but it has to be an energetic it can't be a one-way relationship yeah because a lot of the feminine the feminine has that intuition and i think it's a lot easier in this time in this place in this paradigm that we live in or i mean the feminine just innately has like more connection with the divine more clear you know like more channel a clearer channel by nature Mm -hmm. 
you know, whereas the masculine, I think, because, you know, we all, it's, it's a journey for all of us, but I think that emotional, you know, that sort of like intuitive ways of, of like having, I mean, forced into like holding emotion, feeling such strong emotion, which generally the feminine, I think we would all agree, like experiences makes the feminine more apt and like, you know, to, to transmute or you know, it forces you to like learn how to deal with it more than men who are like walled off and cold. So, so yeah, it makes sense that that's like so much medicine for the man and his sensitivity and like deepening his connection to his, to that same source. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, if that's just, if the woman isn't being supported and allowed or the feminine, sorry, uh, if, if it, if it isn't a reciprocal dance where like, you know, yeah, there's that, there's that giving and receiving, which are both the same, but if those roles can't be flipped around and like the feminine can't be held, like you're saying, in like true safety and true like love and security and just completely allowed to like melt into the container of the masculine. Like I'd say that's like the, that's the opposite role playing within that then then she never will like fully experience like what potential there is for that, that flow of the divine, um, which I know, <laughs> I mean, this is always good for catching listeners, but like in sexual healing, <laughs> that's like, I've been, that's, I think that's a lot of the work too, you know? And like, it's cool when there's so many different ways, so many modalities of healing, but I think definitely that container is like the most sacred and then goes to the root of, of all the the trauma and all the blockages. And, and it's a lot of work, it's yeah. a lot of work to like go through that in a way that's not, that's like reprogrammed, you know, it's like not, not the same as what we've always been taught in sex ed or porn or like whatever role playing and like programming we're taught. Um, I think, and the same goes, I think actually in my journey with like exploring the masculine, masculine energy, or, you know, for you all like feminine, feminine, like there's so many different teachers within that, that help show you how to be more present and like how to cultivate the balance of those energies within yourself. And I mean, it's just a, it's a fun, exciting modality, but I was just going to add earlier that, um, yeah, when you were talking, I think, Eleanor, maybe you were talking about like, the ma- you know, we've all been so masculine for so long. That's such a good awareness to have, you know, and the, yeah, the pantsuits and, you know, like that we're all competing and we're all competing about who can be more productive and who can generate more money or, and, you know, I, I definitely acknowledge that, yeah, like there's, I I think there's some good in like the feminist movement for sure, obviously. and like. um and like giving people the freedom to do whatever, you know, to follow whatever path they're feel called to. And, but at the same time, like when the path itself is heading in the wrong direction, like <laughs> it's like, it's good to let, to have people, it's a step, you know, to like allow people to go on any path they choose. But at the same time, like that's not really an end in itself when like the, ultimately the path is like, I mean, chasing money is like energy, you know? But like it's an it's an energy form that's in this paradigm very abusive and like very talk you know, talk talk about toxic and like um 
it's the it's this masculine capitalist you know like it's taking advantage of people and so like how do we yeah how do we like not throw out the baby with the bathwater, you know like in in like productivity is really good and like a lot of the forms we follow aren't i think it's easy to like get in into like duality and just like yeah just be like oh fuck this like it's all you know it's like um just going to extremes you know like you see a lot of that today mm-hmm. and like when we can actually like embrace even the patriarchy and even capitalism as like almost like our fathers mm-hmm. you know <laughs> you're like you gotta yeah. <laughs> like i'm not gonna just i'm not gonna kill you or something or at least for me i'm just like i i realized that the cool thing is like the only way in is through and like in my relationship with my father or with capitalism or like the the matrix or something just you know the the masculine dominance and authority is like when i when i my healing is like i believe is like everything is just a reflection and like the more it's a it's the stories i'm telling about the father you know or about the mother or about myself are just like those are my those become my realities and like when i can start letting go of those stories and really just focusing on what's within within my control within me and let you know and acknowledge and and accept and forgive everything that's ever happened and realize like truly it's really hard you know i don't like want to it's way easier to say than to do especially if you've experienced a lot of trauma but like i think the path of like accepting that everyone's just been doing the best they can and like hurt people hurt people Mm-hmm. and like when you can really accept that and forgive that then you no longer are like caught in just a, a victim loop where like your story is like you know the things that i'm experiencing that are difficult in my life are not you know like are the result of something that happened to me in the past you know like that that story keeps that past trauma circling you know stewing inside of you and you can't let go of it um like it's okay to acknowledge that yeah you can be a bit you were a victim or terrible things happened and i don't belittle that at all but i think really stepping into our power is like learning yeah to just accept everything the way it is including capitalism and the patriarchy and like everything else (laughs) it allows us to really let it go too and like really be like hey i'm claiming this now i'm claiming my story and I'm identifying when, you know, like other people's stories are coming in and I'm, I have that gap of awareness, you know, that allows me to, to have control and, re- and take responsibility of, of everything in my life. And, and basically, I think that process, you know, that healing, that work is the best hope for the world because like gra- gradually as you get deeper into that and you start changing how you show up and you let go of your projections, suddenly it allows for that system to change allows for these people to be something different that previously you've just been forcing your projections of the past on them. And like, um, so yeah, everything, it's all up here. It's like such a, such a journey. And I think it's talking about just bringing, you know, like doing the work, bringing the mat, the masculine, like out of balance within our culture, the masculine, the patriarchy, that exists within us even like bringing that into balance is all it's beautiful because it's all right here right now and like building these new habit formations these new stories these new neurological pathways that 
allow us to project and, ex- and express the change and to be the change rather than just like continuing to get be wrapped up in the old stories, you know? Um, I just want to add that to what y'all were talking about. Jesse here. I am one of the co-owners at Whetstone Wellness and Cafe with my sisters, Katie and Lindsay. We are home to 11 women-owned small businesses where we cultivate self-care through community. Our experienced practitioners offer massage, energy work, acupuncture, facials and waxing, private Pilates, and more. Rejuvenate yourself at the Wellness Center, then pop in the cafe for a medicinal latte, smoothie, or sweet and savory bowl. Starting this month, we'll be offering Tuesday ramen nights. Grab your ramen bowl made with house-made bone or veggie broth and your four-pack of cold-pressed juices for the week. We source local meat and produce, offer online ordering, and are currently open Wednesday through Saturday, 10 to 2. We are located at 1037 South Craftsbury Road, home to Blackbird Bistro, Vitality Home Birth, and the Sweets and Glamping at the Craftsbury Farmhouse. You can find us at www.whetstonewellness.com. One of the most powerful things I ever learned was that our, our body does not know the difference between true and false. Our brain does. But when we tell our body another story than the one that we've been holding on to, we can shift our nervous system response. We can shift how we feel in our body. We can shift our perception of the world. It's so massive to just kind of shift that story that we're holding on to. And yeah, it's powerful. And some of the words that just came up in listening to you share were reciprocity and extreme and balance but we come we keep coming back to balance Mm -hmm. but the word extreme really stands out to me because we are in such an extreme time in the world right now Mm -hmm. and it was also like oh look there's a little segue because you have done some pretty extreme things (laughs) and I I have done some extreme things too and I feel like Mm -hmm. without those extreme experiences Mm -hmm. You know, it's like light and dark. It's like without those extreme experiences, it can be hard or it just, it kind of can help guide us to that state of balance. Right. Like you need to mm-hmm. bump against the edges. Yeah. To find your center. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it also, you know, I'm also curious, Ben, like what brought you to this work? <laughs> it's a big question. Uh, I think it's what you're talking about, you know, like the extremes, um, suffering, mm-hmm. discomfort, you know, like um, seeking to escape it. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, real, I'm realizing now, you know, that I see them all as teachers. You know, they're teachers that are showing me like when I'm having any sort of emotional or discomfort in my life from anything, if I can stop and just really breathe it in, it's, it's showing me like, where am I still, where's, where's, where did I still need some healing and some love, you know, like what's still not, not in alignment or, or like not alignment's funny, but just like, what's, what's hurting where's it coming from? What's this, what is it? Um, so yeah, for a long time, cause yeah, I was raised in 
I mean, if you talk about patriarchy, like I was raised in the depths of it, as many of us probably were. Like for me, it was in Christianity and in like the Eastern Orthodox Church, which you know is kind of like the Catholic Church, but like the Eastern Catholic Church, um, which you know also it's so it's so like full circle and yin yang sort of energy. Like it has a deep mystical tradition, um, and there's some real truths that I'm I'm even now like I really honor like in christ consciousness you know like there's some power in that and some healing but um but it's definitely like very wrapped up in patriarchy and the masculine and rigidity (laughs) and uh yeah i think just for me that what i mentioned earlier like exploring you know i just felt like you know i went as deep as i could within that container you know, through my twenties even. And I was, you know, I, in 2018, I started this uh, bike tour like around the world with my partner at the time and biked across Asia and Europe and South America. And, um, and I've always been gradually, you know, just expanding too. like, as I mentioned, like I've always been open to, to talk and really hear what people have to share. And I think gradually like the, it was exposing a lot of the, the cracks in the foundation of Christianity that I, I hadn't seen, you know, in my twenties or as I was younger. And so really at the, it came at the perfect time that I was connected in Peru with a shaman and the Amazon and sat with ayahuasca for my first time in 2019 and um yeah and that was she's the mother the grandmother you know and like she's the the antidote to the toxic masculine in me i mean there's also a boga and the grandfather i haven't gone into that yet but i'm i think the you know if we're looking at almost like in a from a like a uh like an emt perspective like assessing like the 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 health of the world or the the disease of the world and the world being on fire and like, what's, you know, what's the medicine that's most effective to like bring people in. I feel like, yeah, mama Aya is like, she's the strongest medicine. And for me, it doesn't have to be for everyone. Um, but yeah, she came to me, um, came and I sat with her through that time. And yeah. And that kind of initiated me really into like, that was the the clear end of, one life and the beginning of a new one mm-hmm. and so in the three years since then it's been a lot of integration you know like leaving christianity officially which i was already you know kind of on the edges of and um and it, you know i'm really grateful that i had jesus you know to carry me and like that purity that spiritual purity to like carry me through looking back um to maintain that pureness that purity and and then there wasn't necessarily like a gap of like nothingness necessarily. It was like from God to God in like a different way, you know, the, the source divine, you know, the masculine, feminine, all of it. And, uh, and yeah, and really it wasn't until, I mean, I didn't have any connections to, to this, the ideas we're talking about, to this kind of community around sort of like, um the awakening i guess or or like the the evolution of consciousness till i you know i discovered uh, aubrey marcus's podcast which he's a human too 
<laughs> you know, there's all sorts of opinions on him, but, um, and even Joe Rogan and some of the stuff, you know, um, which for, I mean, even now I like really acknowledge, especially bring tying it back into men's healing. Mm-hmm. People like Joe Rogan and Aubrey Marcus have a role that, that it's a big net that catches a lot of men and funnels them into the medicine, even if like they're still very much in those worlds and in the the shadow elements of those worlds still exist within them. Um, I mean, they exist in all of us. We all have our shadows. So, so yeah, that was a big part of it. And then just gradually, you know, this year I really decided to, you know, I've been running sailboats and, and uh, I'm a boat captain. So I, I got back into sailing. I had some great adventures, like crossing oceans and around the world and getting paid to like run big boats. And that was my dream at the time. And I made it. And then I, you know, but Mama Ayo was just like giving me a, a much deeper mission, which is, yeah, showing up as, as a warrior for the evolution of all, you know, just showing up in service of the unity and evolution of, of all things. And so in this last year, I've been like transitioning a lot and like diving deep into the work in, in like a whole nother accelerated way. And I, yeah, I spent the whole summer off just um, going to a bunch of different events. I did my first 10 day Vipassana this summer, which was really wow. powerful too. Yeah. That's some feminine energy, getting in touch with, you know, that polarity. And Burning Man and Arcadia, which was a festival, Aubrey Market, the Fit for Service people hosted. And I went to a summit recently in Sedona and then connected with Anahata, who's going to be my teacher now for breathwork facilitation in February. And Xavier Uh Dogba, uh, if you've heard of him, in Montreal. Uh, I've got some amazing coaches I'm working with right now. And I'm, I'm going to yoga like a tantric shamanic yoga school in Ecuador in January. Um, so I'm like I'm committing right now and I'm like really shifting into, you know, getting ready to fly, you know, to really like take off into like a new role and a new way of showing up in the world. So that's kind of been my journey, I guess. I do have an extra question here is just that, so that was such a very, we've been speaking so broadly about, about your work and, and I think I'm just curious about what it all looks like in your day to day, what your own yeah. personal practices and rituals are are for yourself to like on a day to day basis. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> breathing, <laughs> <laughs> breathing, breathing is my core. Journaling, um, community. Uh, I think a lot of the healing, I mean, right now, yeah, I'm not doing anything for, I mean, it's all energy exchange, but I'm, you know, it's interesting to be like alive in this time and in this awareness because I, I realize like, um, how we show up and the impact we can make is like, it doesn't need to be the measure doesn't need to be within the old masculine paradigm of like how much money am I making from this <laughs> or like, you know, but there is the reality of like, how much of my energy am I dedicating to this and how much energy, like, how am I, how am I, what's prohibiting me from like fully showing up, you know, hundred percent of the time in this work. And that is where like financial stuff comes in, you know, like dedicating, or that time. So I'm kind of in that shift, um, trying to navigate it in a good way, you know, where I'm like, um, 
because right now to tie it back in, like I, I'm like, I do a lot of like one-on-one, I guess you could call it coaching, but just relationship with like men. Some of it's like, uh, there's some energy exchange financially. Um, and I'm slowly getting more comfortable with that. Um, because I'm also sending energy to all my teachers in the form of money, um, to, to help them, to enable them to do what they're really effective at with a hundred percent of their effort and their time. Um, but I also, uh, yeah, I'm just like trying to have a lot of mindfulness about that and making sure it's equitable and, and it's reaching, you know, I really just want to, like I said, I'm really just in service of the unit to the unity and, and evolution of all things. And like, I've been thinking a lot lately, um, about how to be like most strategic. And this is kind of the masculine almost that, you know, like analytical, I'm in community. I'm, I'm offering, yeah, one-on-one coaching, um, and two-on-one and three, you know, and like groups circling. Uh, I do, I do breath work. Just, I, I'm not officially trained yet. I will be in February, but I've been facilitating some of those journeys. Also like psychedelic assisted, uh, therapy or quests, you know, journeys in that way. Um, I really, that's been a huge, huge tool. Um, with men especially here like it, i think that kind of like mama I, uh, I think there's other other medicines too that help just open up that heart you know open up that feeling which i think is for a lot of men you know when they're when i can see when there's like such a barrier logistically or just a fear um i think a lot of times plant medicine can be a great way to like bypass all the resistance and just get people to like source or get people like, I love the analogy of we're all like hiking up a mountain in the, in the fog. We can't really see where we're going and it's a lot of work. And then like, whether it's breath work or meditation or plant medicine, there are these different things that can take us to the top of the mountain or like having your first child I've heard or like near death experiences, mm-hmm. like suddenly you're on top of the mountain and you just see what's there and what's possible. And it's just like so inspiring. And then you come back down and like it, integrate that and like you're hiking with more purpose, with more vigor. So yeah, that's another thing I, I do. Um, occasionally you know when it when it arises when i feel that it's it's in a good way it's in ceremony um i also do sweat lodges here um with like the there's an indigenous population i mean we're on Kwan, like clinket land and um i've had a lot of teachers like here within within that those traditions and that ancestral lineage um that's and that's a whole nother that's a deep topic um but yeah, mostly just in, I mean, you could call it like talk therapy or coaching or something. And most of it's just energetic. You know, I'm just like coming from a place of abundance. Um, like I'm grateful that I've had the work I've had and the mind and body and, and also just the lessons that even of the patriarchy of my dad, you know, like productivity, work ethic, integrity, you know, there's, there's a lot of beautiful things in that that have enabled me to create space you know for other people and to and to give and to myself really to start giving to myself uh, and finding just like it takes a lot it's a lot of privilege you know i feel like a lot of gratitude for all the things i've been able to experience in my life you know that a lot of people wouldn't have the means to and 
So I'm trying to be as responsible as I can be to like all the things I've been given as a, a white middle-class male cisgender, <laughs> you know, like I can really own that, not in guilt, mm-hmm. but just like own it in even connecting to my ancestral lineage and connecting to my, like recently I had a breathwork journey down in Sedona and it was the first time I, I really connected with like I asked to connect with my ancestors and like help them just help me heal, you know, help me show up, you know, help me step into my power and what I'm meant to do. And, um, and they came, you know, and there's been so many centuries of um, repression and oppression and pain and trauma. And I think us, especially as, as like white folks, you know, colonial, the sons and daughters of colonialism, <laughs> like, uh there's so much disconnection from our ancestral lineage and um and for me it's been a huge it's been the biggest recent download or whatever you call it like gift from the universe to to be connected with my ancestry to be connected with um like what i feel is like a very deep um spiritual and and like uh powerful lineage even if it's been like, you know, who knows, 20 generations, 50 generations since it was stamped out by Christianity or, you know, or not stamped out. That's kind of a strong word, but it was, it's been, it's been buried a long time. So I think a lot of this, all this work is just, we're just remembering, you know, what's deeply, deeply in our genetic code, what's deeply in our ancestral lineage, you know, and, and I know now that you know, a lot of my indigenous friends talked, you know, we'd sit in sweat lodges and they'd talk about, you know, they'd be offering prayers to the ancestors. And I, I kind of dabble in that a bit into all my relations, but I'm so grateful now to be like fully connecting with that in my way and like in my lineage that maybe is, I'm connecting with something that's very ancient, you know? Um, and it feels so powerful to have that that grounding and feel that power. So, so yeah, those are sort of the the tools. And then just coaching, like I mentioned, I get getting a lot of therapy and coaching and training. That's that's kind of been how my how my uh, how I've been receiving a lot of my instruction and, and showing up. Yeah. Mm. So rich. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. Thank you for hearing hearing me and affirming me I really I'm honored yeah I want to ask if there's any from you all yeah if there's any any of you yeah if anything came up in that that you all relate to it was a lot (laughs) there are so many things I related to and um yeah I think that that remembering like as we dive into these practices and you know read books and listen to podcasts and you know show up in women's circles they get richer every time and there's this oh learning of how to um how to start doing some of these things and you do them and you know almost like okay and then I do this and then I do this but once it actually like starts to be in your cells, like you said with the ancestors, where like you can offer to the ancestors. And then once you have the full experience of actually being connected 
in those ways. And there's so many ways to connect. Um, but once you feel that, it's like, yeah, this next level of like support and, and it just gets um, richer and fuller and more impactful every time you step into ritual. Yeah. And just how vast, you know, like you said, there's so many ways to do that and being open-hearted and open-minded to exploring all of these different facets of, of healing. It it sometimes is what it takes to really find that connection, Mm -hmm. you know, and, Mm -hmm. and I've tried a lot of the things that you've spoken to and it is, it's like, it's different for each of us. And And I I deeply resonated with the remembering piece because I feel that we are in a deep remembering and in a, and in a massive way, we are remembering not to recreate it the way that it was, but to like create a new way of existing within this world. That is not what we're doing now and is not what was done then, but that is in service to a greater healing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that I think is really a powerful piece of this remembering that many of us are, are going through and it's hard work and it can be really intense. And wow, it just brings me back to the balance between ma- masculine and feminine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's I like that. I like what you said about the not needing to be it's it's not the same as it was then it's yeah it's an evolution yeah yeah it's it's pretty power it's a powerful time to be alive and there's so many so many things happening at once and um it's really to be truly online i guess or aware of the forces that are working within ourselves and like our our ancestry and the and the system or the patriarchy and like all all of it you know and really to just accept it all like i was saying earlier man that like gives you when you can accept and and allow other stories to get beyond paradox you know or get beyond sorry duality and accept paradox Mm -hmm. um like that that's really powerful too because like it's not linear like we've been taught everything is so linear you know and that's like this out of balance system again and the feminine is kind of like almost like quantum physics you know that just like we're realizing time you know we think time was like you know past present future and actually it's it's all more like this you know like in and our ancestors are in us and one thing i was that came to mind recently was um in my session with anahata recently in Sedona she like was channeling this vision we were like in this forest and she was talking and this I think this is so beautiful when we talk about like uh, Jesse you were talking about just like your the journeys and the ceremonies and our our evolution and um she was talking about how like in the forest I love this uh, in the forest in the forest and like this ecology of like the of consciousness like the daffodil doesn't look at the rose and say, why aren't I red? Why aren't I more beautiful? And the rose doesn't look at the daffodil and say like, why do I have thorns? Like, why am I so fragile? And like the, the 
deer doesn't look at the tree and say like why aren't i big and tall and can like pull the energy of the sun and put it in my roots and the tree doesn't look at the deer and say like why can't i go run you know freely in the in the fields and the, the hills and i mean it really ties back to i think you know our journeys can be like we can honor and respect the diversity and the power of diversity and this is part of the work is like getting beyond the idea and it, it relates i think to what we were talking about earlier like telling other people what to do or thinking that we know and projecting like that our journey it's you know getting the ego caught up in like thinking that our journey i mean all our journeys are the same in some way but the specifics of that and the specifics of how things show up and even yeah good and bad what we might tell stories around you know like who's you know when you can really see all things as teachers and and reflections of you and your projections and you can just allow them to exist and just be giving love and just healing and like not getting wrapped up in those stories those cycles of, of trauma and those cycles of suffering those hurt people that are hurting people like that gives you the ultimate power you know nothing can stop you because like you're in the frequency of like true love and true healing and um anyway for me that's been a big lesson because like i a lot of my conditioning or a lot of our conditioning you know but specifically mine was like under like a very rigid system of of like right and wrong heaven hell save not save like black and white and like sort of unwinding that um because i noticed those same patterns are are repeating into say even like politically you know you see this like people just like you know everyone conservatives and, and progressives and progressives thinking that all conservatives are like deep down just like you know i don't know just like uh hate people are racist or like hate or their their intentions are just to like you know kill and and divide or something you know or whatever and and the, and the opposite like on all sides like when we we're get with these repeating patterns you know of like um of separation um which is a product of this conditioning like we have to break those patterns and to do that we have to embrace this paradox we have to embrace different truths and like just allow that if everyone's on their own journey and sometimes people are on a journey that's like you can maybe see they're going to be in a lot of suffering before you know the suffering is going to continue to show up as a teacher as it does in our lives the suffering is the teacher until you see what it's showing you and you and you embrace it and you alchemize it and until that time there's going to be war there's going to be violence there's going to be trauma that's perpetuate that continues to be passed on and like this is uh yeah this is like the the reality and when we when we have that story of interpretation of our reality it's just so free because we can like let go of claiming responsibility for everyone else and when we truly can just accept and love everything like and starting with ourselves and claim responsibility in ourselves it almost ripples outwards it's like the only way in is through and the best way to change the world is to be the change. And like, I literally, I, I don't know about you all, but like, since I've started really integrating that practice um, and showing up, like 
people can feel, you know, when I'm like giving true love without any motive to change anybody with respect to where they are and acknowledging like their, their truth may not be mine or their story. I may not, you know, and I have, and also boundaries are like very important in this. Mm-hmm. Um, like that, that to me is like, man, like I feel more powerful, more in my power and more at peace and more love. And I'm, and I'm seeing the changes happening, like in my circles, in my father, like in my relationship with my dad, like, which is like, he's like the ultimate villain, you know, or has been like in my past. Um, because, you know, just like a lot, there's just a lot of abuse, I guess you could call it, or a lot of suffering um, that he, he's been through and that he didn't know how to, you know, like we, no one, and also like no one's had these tools, like really, or access to this. Look at these supercomputers in our pockets and like us having this conversation di- in the digital realm of consciousness. Like, man, I can have so much patience and forgiveness for all the terrible shit that's happened in the world, because like, it's just, it's just a lot of, of of just like hurt, hurt and suffering and and confusion, you know, and like deep, like pain, you know, like these people that are perpetuating the pain, like, oh man, I can't even imagine what they carry within the amount of pain they carry within themselves. And I, and when I can just let that be theirs, you know, let that be their teacher. Like that's not, you know, I don't need to come in and tell them what to do. Like I just need to embody it, embody the way. And then those people suddenly are attracted to me because they they feel peace in me and I can give that to them and I can show them their own healer. I can show them their own like divine masculine or divine feminine or that, that alchemy of, of, you know, that power that like we are gods and goddesses or, you know, like we are the divine and, uh, yeah, it's just, it's really powerful to allow. Yeah. That makes me think of it, that it's an organic invitation to people that instead of um, that telling people what to do or forcing them to do that by coming back to that place in yourself, then it's just an organic invitation for everyone else. And that is so empowering for them to just follow that call um, than to be, um, than to be told, mm-hmm. to be told that this is the path that they need to, to walk, but for them to be empowered, to step onto their own path, having been invited by the energy. Mm-hmm. To feel, to feel it, which is the feminine, which is the antidote to the, this masculine, cold, analytical world we're in, right? Yeah. yeah. That's, I, I feel that. That's so, that's powerful. <laughs> I asked Eleanor yesterday, we were sitting together and I said, you just have this, this, this curiosity in me, what can I do? And I was speaking about women at the time, but to, to show every woman how powerful and amazing and beautiful they are. And in this conversation, I have to say thank you to all of you because you've answered that. And it's not just about showing women how beautiful and amazing and powerful they are. It's about showing everybody how beautiful Mm -hmm. and amazing and powerful and divine we are as human beings on this planet in this lifetime with this opportunity. And yeah, I just want to thank all of you Mm -hmm. for 
answering that question. Yeah, it reminds me, um, there's a book I read recently where the author said that he had someone in his life who wasn't a strong, you know, wasn't in his life a lot, but every time he saw this person, she would look at him like, oh my God, you're incredible. Mm. Like, I, like, I see you, you're amazing. Wow. Mm. Maybe we can take a breath together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Does that seem nice? Okay. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Breathe it all out. And then inhale together. <sighs> mm. I know that the four of us could. I know we'll have to have you back on okay. <laughs> yes. after a bunch of your trainings too. Like, yes. yes, yeah, we could talk forever. I we could feel that. There's a lot. There is so much. Um. Yeah, I don't. I'm like, wow, my brain's at a loss for words because this just felt like a ceremony to me. This was medicine and it was beautiful. And thank you. Yeah. Um, so much. We like to end every interview with one question. And that question is what are you celebrating right now? celebrating my initiation Mm. into my ancestral lineage of healing Mm. thank you so much thank you you. i really i'm honored so much and i appreciate you know this is it's medicine for me to be able to speak and process all the things that I've been going through in my life. And I appreciate you all creating so much space and, um, and allowing me to, to be vulnerable and to, to just share my journey. And, um, and I really honor and I'm sending so much power and love to, to you all and your journeys, you know, as we exist in this, this diverse ecosystem of spiritual awakening and consciousness and evolution, like, I really, uh, I see you all and I, I'm, I'd love to, I'm excited to, yeah, if we do connect in the future or whenever, like you all seem like real, like you're doing the work, you know, and like, I can just feel in your presence and and in the words you speak. So keep doing that. Yeah. Keep being that light and, uh, and know too, you know, or this has been something that's come to me. I'll leave with, I guess it's like sometimes when you shine your light, you know, it can blind people and a lot of people, it can show them their light, you know, it can be really inspiring. And like, that's the yin yang energy. It's unavoidable. So no matter what you do there, you're going to have resistance. You're going to have people that try to cast their stories and their projections on you that might want you to dwindle that light because it, it makes people really uncomfortable who aren't, who aren't ready yet. But that's not, that's not like yours to that's their stuff, you know? So thanks for speaking i'm saying that yeah i'm saying that to myself to you that is the fear in putting yourself out there yeah Yeah. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, blessings on your journey with this podcast. I know that's that's an intention in the same way. In this, yeah, in this way, like being being vulnerable, opening up, sharing things. Even for me, I, I feel that too. Just like talking about these things can be it's intense too, and it's yeah. uh, it's putting yourself out there. So yeah, yeah, sending you a lot of love and strength in your journey in this, and in all the things you're offering and doing. Yeah, continue stepping into your power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you, Ben. Thanks, Thank ben. you. Thank you. thank you for listening to the teach me your ways podcast with eleanor jesse and saturn this is a labor of love wow what a privilege it is to have you all here on this journey with us listening and taking your time to join us on this journey we are on um we get to hear fabulous stories from amazing people and your participation, your um, commitment to being here and taking the time out of your day to listen means the world to us. Mm, Yeah. And we would so appreciate if you would take the time to rate us, to give us some stars on Spotify or leave a comment or follow and subscribe to share this podcast with loved ones because we all know with every single time this podcast is shared it reaches a few more people and that means the world to us and we just want to thank you again for your time for your feedback for your inspiration and for sitting in circle with us this podcast is a living practice and we are so grateful to have you on this ride with us many blessings Ooh. Mm-hmm.